Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Bezaz Hashem, Shalom Bayesh, Shir number 411. We're talking about various pitfalls in marriage and how to avoid them. And one of the things uh, that is so, so important is to give your spouse your best. Your best koichais for your spouse very often. And not just your leftover energy. After you expended that energy elsewhere. After you expended your energy on the work, or kids, or hobbies, or your friends, or your learning, or your shopping, or whatever it is. And then the shirayim, what's left, the remnants, go to your husband or to your wife. Now, sometimes in life that will happen. You have very hard days where you have a lot of tons to take care of. And there are certain days where, just out of necessity... You both didn't have a choice and you had to put in your koiches and other things. And then when you finally are together and you, you know, you just wiped. But it's extremely important not to do that often and to focus on putting your best koiches into your husband, into your wife with your best attention and your and your freshest koiches. And if we don't do that, and often we rationalize it, you know, my spouse is an adult, he or she can handle it, and the other stuff is more critical. You know, my work needs me, my kids needs me, my harusa needs me, my friend is in crisis, he needs me or she needs me, and my spouse just has to learn to deal with uh, with it and, that, you know, get over it. But it will not help a marriage thrive having that mentality. It will weaken a marriage when you have that mentality. Paradoxically, when you give your best koichais to your spouse, kemayim ponim al ponim, it's usually very often reciprocated and it energizes the both of you for all other aspects of things you have to do. When the shalom bias is strong and you're having that loving relationships and you put kaychas into each other, then your work becomes more pleasant, your learning becomes more pleasant, your shopping, your davening, your child raising, everything, everything becomes much more pleasant when your marriage is strong and when you're putting your full energies into your husband, into your wife. So it is a worthwhile investment to use your best kaychas towards your husband, towards your wife. And if you think in your head and you use these expressions, you know, my spouse is a grown adult. He or she has to learn how to handle it. Um, that, and we justify that, you know, you're, you know, you're on your own now. And some of this is true if you think about it. Yes, <laughs> your spouse is an adult. And they can handle a lot of things. But beneath this is very often a lack of caring. That's not always true. For example, if you have an accountant at uh, the you know couple of days before a dead, the deadline of the taxes, and he has to be at work till crazy hours, right? He doesn't really have much choice because that deadline is there. And, you know, he comes home after all those hours and taka his kaychis are spent. But the key is, if you get into those matzavim, 
that when it does relax somewhat and the deadline does pass, then you get right back at it and you invest your time and energy with your wife. Because otherwise it's sort of dismissive, you know, just to, you know, you know, I love you, you know, I love you. And let me take care of those 20, 30 other things I have to do first, and then I'll get back to you. And it's hurtful. Now, what's sad is, is this happens much more as time goes by and we make excuses. We make excuses. We have a lot on our plate. We don't have that time and energy for our spouse. They need to understand that. And we often, though, when we're on the recipient end of that, feel neglect. And then there's a disconnect. And this is a habit a lot of people have, a pattern, that you give your best kaychais, your best energy to other people other than your spouse, other than your own husband or wife, and to other places. And the scraps, the, the, the shirayim, of your time and the scraps of your energy and emotion that you'll leave for your husband and wife at the very end, but you're not really present and your heart is elsewhere and your heart is not where it's supposed to be with your soulmate. Signs of this could be, for example, if you come home and you're annoyed or you're apathetic. Now, you don't always have to be in the greatest mood. Our moods change. So when we come home from work, or husband or wife makes no difference. We're not in the best of moods. But nevertheless, we could always be respectful and act caring towards one another, even when we're not in the best of moods. But when we try to, um, you know, our demeanor is harsh or detached, it's very hurtful. Very often what people do is, again, because they find reasons not to be home with their husbands or with their wives. Even escaping into the base medrash for a very, very long night seder very often is used to avoid home. Or excess volunteer work beyond what you're supposed to be doing that compromises the family time that you need to be with your husband, your wife, and your children. So we all have to ask ourselves, whether these, the learning or the volunteer work or that chesed may not always be from the goodness of our heart. It may be a mechanism we use to escape home, to escape the hard work that sometimes it takes to come home and to connect with your husband and wife and make that effort. And you see this very often in this scenario, you're in a bad mood with your spouse. You're upset and you're not really treating your husband or wife nicely now. And then a neighbor knocks on the door. And all of a sudden, you're all smiles. And you talk to him or her for a half an hour and your demeanor completely changes. Now you're, you know, you're a wonderful, warm person. That's very hurtful to your spouse. Because to them, to that neighbor, or when you pick up that phone, all of a sudden you're pleasant, you're loving. And then when they leave, you shut the door, I'm going on my own. Which means that you really do have the capacity not to be uh, insensitive. You have that capacity to be loving, 
but you choose to shut it down with your spouse. That's why it's so, so important to give kaychais to each other and daven for it. Daven Tashem to give you that rotzain, to have those kaychais to invest in your marriage, to have Hashem ask him to open your heart towards your husband, towards your wife. We often make excuses. Oh, we love them. They know we love them, but we neglect them. And we need to get better at that. We need to be, get better and do tshuva on that and give our best kaychais to our husband and to our wife. And even when there are matzavim and situations where that is impossible, and in many, many scenarios in life, it is impossible. A husband was forced to take care of things the entire day, or the wife, or sometimes the same time, and they both come exhausted because they needed to put in those kaychis into whatever they put into. And that happens in life. But what we need to do is, is always, re, you know, re, re-establish and reconnect and continue this again and again and again. That when there is a slip, we get stronger and we designate the time and we designate the energy and we say, we are going to invest our best kaychis with one another. We're not just going to leave our shirayim, whatever is left, and put our kaychis in other people in other places and not our spouse. And here is where the concept, I mentioned this before, that it's, a, you know, the, 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 we have this concept of treating your husband like a king and treating your wife as a queen, which has some important points to that type of a outlook. You have to run the danger of it becoming too impersonal if you constantly think along those lines. You have to know how to use it. There needs to be a warmth but the idea, though, is sometimes is that king or queen mentality, the respect to realize that you're in the presence of someone very, very special. This is something that usually we don't really think much in married life. We think very often, you, you know, you, you, you're in a better mood, you're not in a better mood. And even if you're in a better mood, yes, you love, you feel the love, and sometimes you don't feel the love. And the cycles in marriage and all of this is true. But if in the panemius, in the real depths of the heart, you realize that this is a special neshama. This is a son of a king, a daughter of the king. It's a whole different ballgame. It's a whole different mentality. And very often you need to shift focus and to realize I'm in front of a person that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, that the Neshama is connected to him, a chilek of him, all the way up to the Kisei HaKavit. And therefore, I'm going to put my kaychais and my energy towards making my husband and my wife feel good and to give them my attention and my love and my care. This is something that through life, because of the nitty-gritties of life and the teardness of life, we often forget. 
But when we keep that in mind, we could always go back to that and to realize we may have had a rough tkufa, we may have had a very busy time, but now it's time to get back to it. We're going to reconnect again and we're going to be menschlich to each other. And like we said, this example we gave, this happens all the time. person's in a bad mood, someone calls, a neighbor calls, you want to impress them, you, you want to be in your better behavior, and then you, all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're very charming. And your spouse sees that. That's hurtful. You couldn't be charming to me. You couldn't be kind to me. You have the capacity to be loving. Now again, because we're with each other 24-7, and for, you know, we take it for granted. And that's something that we have to really break. We have to break that trend and make sure we don't take it for granted. So may HaKadosh Baruch help us to avoid this pitfall and to very, very often give your spouse, your husband, your wife, the best of your energy, the best of your attention. And if you both could work together to pick specific times where you have more relaxed on a Shabbos or on a Sunday if you're not working Sunday or whenever it is, to put in kaiches to each other and to really, really um, focus at that as your main purpose in life, your main goal in life, that my volunteer work is precious, my friends are precious, my work is important, all of that is true. And my learning is of the Talmud Torah, Kulam. But again, like we said before, Talmud Torah, Amenas Lasais, very, very often, person, the certain things you do for your wife, no one else could do other than the husband. She needs to play a game and needs to relax with you. No one else could do it. Yeah, a child could do it. This kind of, they, She needs you to do it. She needs you to give her that attention. And you sense that and you know that. And that's the Ratzon Hashem. There's always a reciprocation. And again, if you learn to do this and give your best kaiches to each other, like we said, it energizes you, it energizes husband to wife, wife to husband, and everything else looks brighter. Everything else is more with rose-colored glasses now. You see things in a more pleasant light. Because you love each other and because you put in and invested in each other. So again, we're realistic. We understand in life there's many, many responsibilities and things pulling us, important things pulling us in so many different directions. And we need to, of course, learn and we need to daven and we need to do chesed and we need to do all these things and take care of the children, all of these things. And sometimes it's it's taka, not possible to give your best kaiches to your spouse on a particular day or in a particular tkufa. But nevertheless, as soon as that tkufa goes by or as soon as you're able to, even within that tkufa, to make a commitment to not just leave your last shirayim of kaiches towards your husband or wife, but give them your full attention, give them your full and your full love and your full respect. Bracha